Welcome to day 99 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in 1 Samuel chapter 9 through 12, with a focus on 1 Samuel chapter 11 verses 6 through 9. And the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words, and his anger was greatly kindled. He took a yoke of oxen, and he cut them in pieces, and sent them throughout all the territory of Israel by the hands of the messengers, saying, Whoever does not come out after Saul and Samuel, so shall it be done to his oxen. Then the dread of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out as one man. When he mustered them at Bezek, the people of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. And they came to the messengers who had come. Thus shall you say to the men of Jabesh-Gilead tomorrow, By the time the sun is hot, you shall have salvation. When the messengers came and told the men of Jabesh, they were glad. Saul's an interesting character, and sometimes I think he gets a really bad rap because he didn't finish well. Uh, he finished quite miserably, actually. Spoiler alert, I guess I should say. But to completely negate any of the good that he did, though limited it might have been, uh, would be wrong to do. Earlier on, we see that Saul has some pretty massive insecurities, which is interesting because we're told he is the best-looking person in all of Israel. We're told he's the tallest person in all of, all of Israel, and yet... We see insecurities later on. Uh, actually, we see insecurities all the way along throughout his life, and I think that's one of the reasons that Saul fails at being God's chosen king for very long. But I want to focus on one of Saul's successes rather than his shortcomings, because we'll dissect those in greater length uh, during other readings. But here we have an interesting Bible verse where we're told the Spirit of the Lord comes upon Saul, and in the Spirit of the Lord... His anger is so greatly kindled about the atrocities, how the Amorites are going to kill his people. Not just kill his people, but the ones that they take, they're going to maim and disfigure as a sign of uh, disrespect and mockery. And when Saul hears this, I believe the anger of the Lord actually comes upon him. As much as it says the Spirit of the Lord comes upon him and his anger was kindled. Well, God does have uh, anger in him. But God's anger is pure, and it's towards unholy things and wickedness and vileness. And so there are right times to be angry, and we see that Saul's anger. <laughs> he sends a threat out to his tribesmen. And I wanted to dissect maybe why he did this. See, at the end of Judges, we're told that there's a lot of infighting happening amongst the tribes. In fact, the tribe of Benjamin had done some pretty wicked things and been, been whittled down almost to non-existence. There had been a lot of idolatry. And here we have Saul gathering all the people together to become one unit so that they can fight their enemy. Because what you need when you're commanding a nation is unity amongst the nation. We see what happens, and we've seen what happens over the last several years in our own countries, what happens when people are divided over different issues. Well, what Saul is doing right now is essentially giving them a single-minded purpose. We're going to save these people, or there's going to be consequences. And we're told that they came out as one man. Now, that's really interesting imagery, right? We hear about the, the church being the body of Christ in Corinthians, but here we're told that 30,000 uh, or 300,000 people plus 32,000 people from the tribe of Judah all come together and they're operating as if they're one unit. And that kind of unity is very hard. In a class of 30 kids, getting the unity 
is very difficult. I can only imagine a nation, and yet here we see through the power of the Holy Spirit and through Saul's great anger towards the injustice of a weaker clan being treated poorly, he musters an entire nation. And this is an important step for Israel becoming more unified because what Saul's been tasked with is to constantly fight against the enemies of Israel on all sides. And remember, Israel is on all sides surrounded by people who just want to wipe them out and are oppressing them. And so Saul, in this moment of his holy anger, unifies a nation, and he'll need that moving forward to do what God's called him to do. And we know that throughout multiple aspects of his reign, he does, in fact, save Israel and and push back the enemies. And I thought this was an interesting light to see Saul in, which is a, a light when he's operating in the right way for the right reasons with the power of the Holy Spirit before things start to go sideways later. And I think it's good for us to remember that it, it's very easy for us to look at Bible characters and, and be judgmental, I think, at times. Oh, wow, they really messed up. Wow, they're, they're horrible. As if uh, somehow we would make better decisions. I don't know how I would respond. Uh, in Saul's place uh, for some of the situations. I, I, I don't. Would David make some of his own mistakes as well, right? And, and one of the things what we have to remember is that we need to have <laughs> grace in our hearts. Even while reading these stories, yes, Saul was not a very good king. Yes, Saul made a lot of screw-ups, but that doesn't negate the good that God used uh, in Saul to do good things as well. And so... We need to remind ourselves of this when God uses other people in unexpected ways because God can use anyone to do his work and his will. The other side to that coin is just because God has used someone to do something magnificent doesn't mean that person is incapable of doing wrong, (laughs) which is also a very important lesson to learn. We really have to take it to God every time. When someone does something amazing under the power of God, we take it to God. When someone is struggling, we take it to God because ultimately God is the one who can see through pure eyes and unjudgmental eyes. And all we need to do is either say yes to what he's asked us to or get out of the way. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.